With Montana News, I'm Aiden Morton. After months of battling in court, Republican lawmakers are withdrawing their subpoenas, demanding that Montana Supreme Court justices and their staff turn over their emails. Montana Public Radio's Shaley Rager reports opponents of the GOP's request will still push for a ruling. Republican Senator Greg Hertz, the chair of a special committee leading an unprecedented investigation into the Montana judiciary, says lawmakers still expect judges, justices, and their staff to, quote, release public records, unquote. GOP leaders issued the subpoenas to the state's seven Supreme Court justices and the court administrator in an investigation into allegations of bias and misconduct. Justices have denied any wrongdoing. Hertz says the State Department of Justice advised lawmakers to drop their request for judicial branch emails. A final ruling on the legality of the subpoenas has yet to be issued. Randy Cox, the lawyer representing court administrator Beth McLaughlin in the case, says his client will ask the Supreme Court to issue a final ruling on the legality of the subpoenas. We think that this is an issue that could recur, should not recur, and the court should put some sideboards on it and make some decisions about what is the appropriate scope of a legislative subpoena. Lawmakers' grievances include judges and staff emailing about proposed policy that could see legal challenge, deleting emails, and improper use of state resources to lobby on behalf of the judicial branch, among other claims. Republican lawmakers argue it's their job to hold judges and justices accountable. Cox argues that the subpoenas were too broad in scope and says they appear to be politically motivated. According to the Montana Supreme Court's weekly conference agenda, justices discussed the subpoenas Tuesday afternoon, shortly before lawmakers decided to pull their request. Hertz says the investigation into alleged bias and misconduct is far from over, but next steps have not yet been decided. I'm Shaley Reiger, Montana Public Radio News. Authorities investigating the Robertson Draw fire south of Red Lodge have arrested a suspect and are charging him with arson. Yellowstone Public Radio's Kayla DeRoche reports. 55-year-old John Lightburn of Bridger faces charges of felony negligent arson, felony criminal mischief, and misdemeanor negligent arson for his alleged involvement in starting the now 30,000-acre fire, according to documents Carbon County Attorney Alex Nixon filed Wednesday. Charging documents say a U.S. Forest Service law enforcement officer discovered Lightburn's motorbike, burns, and other evidence while investigating an area off-limits to motor vehicles the day the fire was reported, June 13th. Carbon County Attorney Nixon says Lightburn may have started the fire when he attempted to fix his motorbike's flooded engine while riding in the Robertson Draw area. And in the process, managed to spill gasoline on the ground. He says Lightburn then created a spark that allegedly started the fire. According to charging documents, the flames spread through dry grasses and sage and grew rapidly in temperatures over 90 degrees and dry, windy conditions. Lightburn is being held in the Galton County Detention Center, according to the Carmen County Sheriff's Office, and is awaiting arraignment. Kayla DeRoche, Yellowstone Public Radio News. The federal government is awarding Montana State University a grant to research the science of using bacteria to mine minerals. Yellowstone Public Radio's Kayla DeRoche reports. The U.S. Department of Energy on Wednesday announced a grant of nearly $3.4 million for Montana State University Bozeman to investigate the use of enzymes that enable bacteria to mine minerals like iron or nickel from pyrite, also called fool's gold. Montana State University Associate Professor Dr. Eric Boyd is leading the project. He says years in the future, biomining could help the United States produce fuel and extract minerals domestically. 
understanding that mechanism, once we do understand it, we can then engineer that process into other platforms to improve production. The award is part of a $22 million Department of Energy grant program for rural and underfunded energy research projects across the United States. Other funding recipients include Boise State University for quantum computing, University of Rhode Island for protecting offshore wind turbines, and University of South Alabama for plastic recycling. Kayla DeRoche, Yellowstone Public Radio News. Yellowstone National Park visitors are encountering warmer temperatures and less snow as climate change alters its world-renowned environment. A report by U.S. and university researchers released Wednesday says average park temperatures in recent decades were likely the warmest of the last 800,000 years. Average annual snowfall also decreased by nearly two feet since 1950. Temperatures in the regions are up by more than two degrees since 1950 and expected to increase an additional five to ten degrees by the end of the century. A coalition of environmental advocacy groups is threatening to sue the state of Montana if it implements new laws passed earlier this year permitting the snaring of wolves and expanding trapping seasons. Lawyers with Earth Justice said Wednesday the laws pose a threat to the state's grizzly bear and lynx populations. Both are federally protected under the Endangered Species Act and could be injured or killed by snares or other traps set for wolves. The group said they would file a lawsuit in 60 days unless the state put in place rules that would protect the endangered populations. I'm Aiden Morton. You're listening to MDPR.